In this bulletin, mandatory isolation for COVID-19 to end on October 14th. Optus to pay the cost of replacement passports following last week's data leak. And eBay fined for breaching ticket scalping laws. Good afternoon, Tina Quinn with SBS News. National Cabinet has decided to scrap mandatory isolation for people infected with COVID-19, following advice that community transmission in Australia is very low. The five-day isolation requirement will end from October 14, but financial support will be provided for people who work in high-risk settings like aged care so they can isolate if needed. Support payments for people in all other sectors will also end. Chief Medical Officer Paul Kelly says that his advice to government recognises that there are very low rates of community transmission and quite high ones for vaccination in Australia. It does not in any way suggest that the pandemic is finished. Uh, We will almost certainly see uh, future peaks of the virus um, uh, into the future, as we have seen uh, earlier in this year. However, at the moment, we have very low rates of of, uh, both cases, hospitalisations, intensive care uh, admissions, aged care outbreaks and various other measures that we've been uh, following very closely in our weekly um, uh, open report. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says that decisions have to be made based on changing advice and changing circumstances. There's not a role for government in running every bit of people's lives forever. And that is my firm position. You know, this isn't an ideological thing. This is a practical outcome uh, that was agreed across the board. The Australian Medical Association says that scrapping mandatory isolation has the potential to unleash another wave of COVID-19. Federal President Steve Robson says what's occurring in other parts of the world underlines the need for caution. We're extremely lucky at the moment we're between waves, but we're seeing in the Northern Hemisphere a massive upswing in COVID cases and hospitals filling up again. We don't want that to happen in Australia as the holiday season approaches. So we need extreme caution and we need to protect the health system and the people who work in it and the patients it serves. Professor Brendan Crabb from the Burnett Institute told the ABC that scrapping isolation is both illogical and ill-informed. Isolation is very important um, adjunct to vaccination um, and to uh, you know, treating the air, cleaning the air and wearing a mask. It's its all we've really got. It's also uh, of little cost if there's low COVID. So one of the reasons given for scrapping it is there's less COVID around at the moment. So why not keep it? Because there's, there's, uh, there's less cost with it. And of course, it helps knock the top off the next wave. So uh, it's a bizarre decision. The Foreign Minister Penny Wong says that military-occupied Myanmar should release an Australian academic it's just jailed for three years. Professor Sean Turnell has been detained in Myanmar for more than 19 months and was this week sentenced by a closed court to three years in jail. Penny Wong says that Australia does not accept the court's decision. Australia rejects the ruling in Myanmar against Professor Turnell. Uh, and we continue to call for his immediate release. We do not accept uh, the charges against him. Make the point that Professor Turnell has spent years of his life working to improve uh, the economic conditions uh, for the people of Myanmar. 
We will continue to take every opportunity to advocate strongly for him until he is returned to his family in Australia. The Australian Federal Police says it's partnering with state and federal counterparts in an operation to protect more than 10,000 people who are victims of the Optus Data League. Assistant Commissioner for Cyber Command Justine Goff says that Operation Guardian is aimed at providing as much protection as possible while the investigation continues. Customers affected by the breach will receive multi-jurisdictional and multi-layered protection from identity crime and financial fraud. The 10,000 individuals who potentially had 100 points of identification released online will be prioritised. And the Prime Minister confirmed that Optus has agreed to pay for the cost of replacement passports for those affected. Authorities in the United States are warning there could be a substantial number of deaths in Florida caused by Hurricane Ian. At least 10 people are confirmed dead so far, and President Joe Biden says it could be the deadliest hurricane in Florida's history. More than 2.6 million homes are still without electricity. The hurricane made landfall near the city of Fort Myers and brought severe flooding, storm surges and winds of more than 200 kilometres per hour. Florida's Governor Ron DeSantos says some of the damage that he's witnessed is hard to describe, including the sight of a house floating in a bay. Literally was have gotten picked up, flown because of the, the massive wind speed and the storm surge and deposited uh, in a body of water. There was cars floating uh, in the middle uh, of the water. Some of the homes were, were total losses. I would say the most significant damage that I saw was on uh, Fort Myers Beach. Uh, some of the homes were wiped out and some of it was just concrete slabs. To sport now and eBay has been fined $44,000 for advertising overpriced tickets to this Sunday's NRL Grand Final. New South Wales Fair Trading says it's issued eBay with 40 penalty infringement notices for running prohibited ads for the tickets in breach of ticket scalping laws. New South Wales requires advertisements for ticket resales to specify the original cost of the tickets and the resale price cannot be more than 10% above the original price. And that's all the latest from the SBS Newsroom. I'm Tina Quinn. Good afternoon.